All Dooms. A podcast about tabletop role-playing material from a game master with more time to read than opportunities to play, and anything else I think about. Welcome to the Tome of All Dooms. Uh, this is episode 5 for Friday, June the 14th, 2019. Our tome today is a jaunty little number from 2003, authored by Shane Hensley. A piratey romp through a setting known as 50 Fathoms. From the back cover. Water, water everywhere. The natives say a trio of witches were discovered working dark sorcery in the land of Agrapog. The three were tried, sentenced by King Amemnus himself, and drowned with the rising tide. But with their dying breath, the sisters uttered a dark curse, drowning Charybdis beneath 50 fathoms of water. Soon after, ships from another world drifted through the mists of earth and into the Thousand Isles. The visitors are sailors from the age of piracy, dashing corsairs, bloodthirsty buccaneers, or savage sea dogs. They've taken to this new world and now sail alongside its strange inhabitants, crab-like scurlians, massive grail, lonely doreen, mysterious kraken, cruel kehana, and the near-human Massaquani. Many believe these visitors are destined to defeat the sea hags and save Charybdis, but most just seem interested in plundering her for the forgotten treasures of a drowned world. Fifty Fathoms is a plot point setting for the Savage Worlds role-playing and miniatures game. Avast! Alright, the basic stats. The current version of this book is 208 pages. It's available from DriveThruRPG as a PDF for $9.99 or from Pinnacle Entertainment's web store as a softcover book for $24.99. I happen to be one of the lucky ones to have a copy, a hardcover copy, of the first printing gifted to me by a friend a few Christmases ago. While the hardcover is all statted out for the original Savage Worlds game, the current PDF and softcover version is for the Savage Worlds Explorers edition, which is almost the most current as of this recording. I believe they have just finished up a Kickstarter for uh, minor revisions to the rules, and the book hasn't been converted for that yet. The book is authored by Shane Hensley. It also has additional companion material authored by Paul Wiggy Wade Williams. It has art by Cheyenne Wright and notes additional art by Peter Bradley and Richard Clark. The original book was 144 pages in hardback, and there was a supplemental book called The 50 Fathoms Companion that was primarily authored by Paul Williams. And as I understand it, the current version, the Savage Worlds Explorers edition of 50 Fathoms, pretty much combines the best of both of those books into one volume. Either way you go, both books come with an index and a good table of contents, plenty of interior artwork, and some nice maps. Share me timbers. Game overview. So 50 Fathoms is a setting book and a plot point campaign for the Savage Worlds RPG. Uh, the setting. So let's start there. The world of Charybdis is a watery place with only a few land masses above the flood. It's pirates, it's fantasy, and it's got a dash of horror in there. 
so what's not to like? By plot point campaign, I mean the book has a series of linked adventures in it uh, that you can run characters through. In 2003, I thought this was a really novel idea to see in a book. I was used to really big open sandboxes or tiny modules that were very focused, but this was more of a grand scale kind of thing, something to keep you busy for many, many, many sessions. I guess today it's probably not that unusual, but when they originally came out with it, I thought Savage Worlds was really onto something. So the book breaks down into 32 pages of rules specific to the setting, eight pages specifically about ships and their upkeep, 40 pages of setting description, 10 pages of an adventure generator system that allows the GM to cook up adventures through a series of rolls and tables, and then almost 100 pages of adventures in the plot point campaign, a mini campaign, and just a whole host of extra adventure material and ideas. Of the 100 pages of adventures, 18 pages are dedicated to the main plot point campaign of defeating the, the hags and solving the mysteries of why Charybdis is flooding. There's also a mini campaign about recovering six golden triangles intermixed here that I didn't really get a good feel for a page count. The rest of the adventures are between a half a page and maybe two pages of uh, description, exposition, and maybe a specific monster stat out or an idea for an area. So what do characters look like in 50 Fathoms? Well, the book includes eight races beyond humans for the players to choose from. And of course, you can always bring in fantasy races if they sail in from a different world of your choosing. The races included in the 50 Fathoms book are uh, the Atani, which are kind of a bird-like people. The Doreen, which are a kind of cursed fish people. The Grail, who are kind of walrusy looking. Kraken, who are uh, kind of illithid looking. They're humanoid, but they have kind of a squid face. They generally tend to be mages. The Masaquani, who are kind of the elves of the setting. The Skurlians, who are actual sentient crabs, which kind of reminds me a little bit of Glorantha's ducks, but they're, they're very odd. And Redmen, or savage half-Uruks. So the characters are pretty standard for Savage Worlds. They have five abilities, a list of skills, everything is rated by a polyhedral die type, so D6 and smarts, D8 and stealth, a few edges and hindrances. That's all pretty standard Savage World stuff. What is really kind of neat are the races are distinct, and they're not elves, and they're not dwarves, and especially with something as odd as a sentient giant crab, I think really could give your players something to bite into to make the culture their own, or to really play a character out of their normal wheelhouse. So what do the characters do? Well, it's a pirate setting, so they mostly do piratey type things. Uh, this is a world of mostly water, so ships and shipborne intrigue is plentiful. There are a few ports and a few land masses, but a lot of your time is going to be spent on boats. There are letters of mark to be had, whales to be chased, uh, there's plenty of carousing to be done. There's relatively decent amount of ship combat as well. So what's here for the GM? Well, if you're running Savage Worlds, this is a great book. If you're not, there's still a ton here. You've got the adventure builder slash generator system. That alone could be used in any piratey game. You've also got over 100 pages of fleshed out adventure seeds that you could easily port into other games. Where is all the rum gone? 
Five things to like about 50 Fathoms. Number one, I think the unique races really set it apart from most of the other pirate setting books out there. Number two, there's mechanics for ship and ship upkeep. That may not be as important now with the Ghosts of Saltmarsh setting for 5e out and more than 15 years of time passed between the original publishing, so we probably have rules for that elsewhere. But uh, at the time, it was pretty unique. Number three, there's tons of great adventure hooks here and fantastic locales, including a wizard's tower that floats on top of a 200-foot-tall geyser of water. Number four, it's a great mashup of fantasy, pirates, and a bit of horror. Plus, the idea that this terrible storm rages and ships from other worlds can sail in means that you can bring in characters from all manner of other games. It's quite a compelling mashup. And number five, there's some great villains described in the text, including an Inquisition-like mage hunter named Torquemada that has his own uh, pirate ship that he sails the ocean and who may harass and harry your heroes. It's quite evocative. Yar! So what could go wrong here? Well, if you're not running it in Savage Worlds, it might take a bit of conversion to get this into your setting, but Savage Worlds is straightforward and real slim, so uh, it shouldn't be a huge problem. The game kind of shows its 2003 roots with some of the encounters, including the finale, where if the players show up ill-equipped, the text pretty much just reads, they die. I'm not sure that that's a great way to end something that could take, say, 100 hours to play through. I would hope for a little more player agency there. But I do remember that this was written in 2003. Avast! My personal take. So I love this setting. Uh, I love pretty much everything about it. I love the fantasy. I love the pirates. I love the unique races and the cultures that they have and their odd cultural habits. I've run several adventures from this book over the year. I've never been able to get a full campaign to the table and run it all the way through. I'm told it takes 100 to about 120 hours of play to get all the way through the main campaign. That probably includes a lot of carousing and side quests. I think my excitement for this setting is also helped by the fact that it came out right around the same time that the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out, and that is, in my opinion, the best Pirates of the Caribbean movie. 50 Fathoms also came out around the same time that the Seventh Sea role-playing game from John Wick was put out, and I have nothing against that game. I, I think it looks very interesting. It's just got so much setting material that I could never really make headway into reading it. Whereas 50 Fathoms, I had one volume, I picked it up, I read it, and I understood it, and I could see where I could bring it to the table immediately. I also particularly enjoy the Cheyenne Wright artwork in this volume, and uh, and really like the stuff in the Savage World Explorers Edition PDF that's available through drive-thru, which is the original artwork, but then inked and really made uh, beautiful and to, to stand out. The original hardcover book was pretty much a black and white uh, through print, whereas the current version is full color all the way through. The artwork tends to be slightly more cartoony than grounded in reality, but I really think it fits the setting very well. So you should pick 50 Fathoms Up if you want a ton of great ideas and two campaigns worth of piratey goodness for less than $10. If you think your players might enjoy some unique races and a watery world that is a bit more fantasy and horror than your typical pirate adventure, or if you like wizard's towers floating on top of 200-foot-tall geysers of water. On and on eternally, 
You can always contact me with feedback through the Anchor app, or you can hit the link in the show notes and leave me an Anchor voice message right on the web. Or you can email me at podcast at tomeofalldooms.com. Additional piratey music clips in this episode are from Pirates of the Coast by Black Bones, available on the Free Music Archive on a attribution, non-commercial, share-like license. Now, go play something. Hopefully, something piratey. Home of all dooms? Really? Yeah, well, it sounded better in my head.